1: This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his
2: way to the end zone! tell you what, that was a spectacular
1: play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! Touchdown! Oh, he's done it again! Now here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben.
0: We are into week 16, and we might have A.J. Brown back tonight. And it looks like we will have Julio Jones, but not Elijah Mitchell. We'll talk about Thursday Night Football and guys, are you ready for this matchup between the top two picks in the NFL draft? Boy, that is flying under the radar, huh? Trevor Lawrence versus Zach Wilson. Should we start with that game? No. Are,
3: are they also the worst two rookie quarterbacks this year? Trey and, Lance? Well, I mean, Lance in his one start was better than they've been.
0: I guess so. Yeah, it's true. Uh Yeah. Like it,
3: maybe the worst two rookie quarterbacks of the last decade.
0: <laughs> they have combined for 15 touchdowns and 25 interceptions. <laughs> and in a combined 22 games since week one, they have thrown 10 touchdown passes. They threw five touchdown passes in week one and 10 since. But enough about I have down. a
2: really tough call to make in one league. This is how stupid this league is. But uh, it's that giant office league. Heath knows. Well, you guys both know, I think. Yeah. Um, Where I... May have gotten. I got so lucky to beat what might have been the, the best team in the history of that league. That had it's, it's you start one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver, and two flexes. And that team was Aaron Rodgers, Jonathan Taylor, and Cooper Cup. And I still managed to win. Um, so wow. uh, it's a 2014 league. And somebody dropped the Jets DST a couple weeks ago. So I picked them up and I have a tough choice to make between the Jets DST and the Vikings DST. And I'm, I'm torn. <laughs> Mm, jets, I think. I'm leaning Jets. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, Stafford takes sacks. that's the one thing. The Vikings have been doing a good job getting the quarterback. So,
0: well, I, I, before we get into the, the you know, the main show, I just want to talk a little bit of trash. I'm facing Jamie in the podcast league. He's the one seed. Pretty sure I'm going to upset Jamie. Feel good about it.
2: It's, it's, it's uh, it would be a welcome return after what I did to you.
0: Uh, and I, in our IDP league, yes, you kicked my butt. Uh, and two, this is even worse. Heath and I share a team. Uh, the other podcast league. Does Jamie know what about this team? About what, what, the, what you've done now, in this league? Can we not? I don't want to get into that again. Okay. Heath did not put any waiver claims in last night. Like he doesn't even care. Show a Would little it? bit of respect. And you've let, done the waivers every week of the
3: season. It's week sixteen. You should have looked. Did you even look? No.
0: Yeah, that's what So I'm you not. didn't
3: put any waiver claims in? No, I did. I just didn't do it until late. Um, no, Jamie, this week is supposed to be the championship game. No, it's not. Last not week was it. supposed to be the first round of the playoffs. Adam forgot to set the playoff matchups, and our team had a really bad week. So he just added a week to the regular season last week and started the playoffs <laughs> this week.
2: No way. That's For real. That's not what happened, man. It, so,
3: did you add a, a week snake. to the regular season?
0: I added a week to the regular season because. Okay, so
3: what was, supposed, what was last week I, supposed to be then?
0: The the last week of the regular season. I forgot to put tenting league. Yes. See, I you know it was defaulted to last year where the playoffs started in week. So you, uh, didn't, you waited until last week to
3: do that though. Ten, no, I no, waited I said, until during the Sunday show. Yeah. The Sunday sh- during the Sunday night show, I went to check our score in that league and noticed there were no matchups. Because he didn't set the playoff matchups. Because the league rules said the playoffs were supposed to have started. I
0: and so sent he just added a week to the. I sent season. an email to. I sent a note to the league two straight weeks saying that the playoffs. <laughs> the playoffs start in week sixteen. <laughs> I made it very clear the playoffs start at week sixteen. I just forgot to add that extra week. Okay, uh, let's get to some quick oh, Thursday my stuff.
2: See. Fantasy cops, you're arrested. Let's get to some some quick Thursday
0: stuff. The Titans will not have the left side of their offensive line presumably they'll be able to use backups there, but the starters are out.
2: (laughs) Luan and Saffold against the Niners. Well, that depends. Did they send a note to the rest of the league saying that they can do that?
0: (laughs) No, they're just adding two linemen during the
2: game. Will you guys help me set
3: my lineup tonight with the two Thursday games that relate to all these pieces of news that you're giving?
0: Yeah, the other news is that A.J. Brown is likely to play, according to Ian Rappaport. Julio Jones is going to play. Eli Mitchell is out. All right, Heath, go ahead. So
3: I have Justin Jackson, DeAndre Swift, Devontae Freeman, and Jeff Wilson. Do I start Wilson or hope one of Swift or Jackson plays? You need two or one spot? Two. I've got Freeman, so I could, like, I've got Freeman as a kind of a backup plan for one of them.
2: If you tell me that Freeman is getting his usual workload, then I like him better than Wilson. So, I think I would probably wait it out just to see what happens.
3: Hope you get Jackson and Swift, and if not, you've got Freeman and. Well,
2: Jackson is obviously definitely playing. It's just a matter of is he to starter right. or is he a backup? Yeah, but and he's he can't start him if he. If he well, does, I if mean, you saw what plays. happened last week. It's the Texans. But you can't you can't trust that though.
0: I mean, you you're not going to put him in your top thirty if Eckler mm-hmm. plays, I assume.
2: No, but I just don't love the setup for Jeff Wilson tonight. That's the problem.
0: So then at
3: wide receiver, I have A.J. Brown, Tyler Lockett, Hunter
2: Renfro, and Gabriel Davis, and I have to start three. I oh. would start. It would just come down to Lockett and Dave. I'd play A.J. Brown for sure.
0: And actually, it's a, it's a good question overall. Do you just play it safe with your Thursday guys, knowing the a decent chance, I guess, that a player, any player could end up on the COVID list. And I, I did that last week with Mike Williams. It didn't work out. But if you have some uncertainty, you know, it's just, obviously, we see what's going on in the NFL. Do you just play it safe with a guy? If it's close, just go with the Thursday guy because at least you know they're playing.
2: I'll tell you uh, another part of this, not to go on a tangent, but um, I had some tough calls to making a couple 10-team leagues of dropping Alexander Madison. And my, I, I just played this narrow in my head of Dalvin Cook being placed on the COVID list, <laughs> oh. like you know, I didn't want to drop him. <laughs> yeah, I, I have him in this same league we're talking about,
3: and I've got a roster crunch, and I just can't. I, same thing, yeah, yeah, can't drop him.
2: Yeah, all right. Uh, so, so I, I would, so I would, I would. In your case, Heath, I would probably. I think you have, you have to play Wilson just because.
3: So you're gonna play Brown and Wilson.
2: Brown is the easy one for me. I would play Brown. Um, I just, I just fear like. Devontae Freeman could be bad.
0: Where are and you guys so, ranking A.J. Brown? Let me talk about A.J. Brown here.
2: He's top 20 for me. He's closer to 30 for me. Okay. It's such a good matchup. Uh, without Mosley, yeah. They really they struggle. And it's not a lower leg injury he's coming back from. I, I think he's going to be okay. Let's Dominant, go. I don't know, but okay, yes.
0: It's part of my big upset over Jamie in the podcast league. Let's go, A.J. Brown. All right, we'll compare him to other players throughout the show. We've got a Sunday NFL on CBS Doubleheader, and the early window features two huge divisional matchups with first place on the line when Josh Allen and the Bills meet Mac Jones and the Patriots for the top spot in the AFC East, and the Ravens battle the Bengals for supremacy in the AFC North. This is a great week. Later, the Steelers try to stay in the playoff hunt when they take on the best team in the conference, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. It all begins with the NFL today on noon at noon Eastern. Doubleheader action this Sunday on CBS. Jamie, start of the week, who we got?
2: Ronald Jones, um, and it's a it's a nice setup for him with Leonard Fournette out um, last season. We talked about this on Tuesday last season. In four games in place of Fournette, he had at least 19 total touches in each game. He had at least 84 rushing yards in each game. He scored three touchdowns in those four games. Uh, It's a great matchup against a Carolina defense that has struggled against the run recently with the stellar likes of Mike Davis, Miles Gaskin, and Devin Singletary, all scoring 13 or more PPR points. So I look at that as kind of the floor for Ronald Jones because I think he'll score. I think it'll be a run-heavy approach. So he's a uh, he's a top ten guy for me this week. I got asked a question on a radio show before our podcast today: uh, Joe Mixon or Ronald Jones? And it made me pause for a second because I haven't ranked Mixon yet. But I would start Ronald Jones over Joe Mixon, for example.
0: Okay, uh, Clyde Edwards-Williams or Ronald Jones? Ronald Jones. All right, Heath, who you like this week?
2: <sighs>
3: um, like I'll just stay in the same game. I Bruce Arian says Antonio Brown. Looks like himself from before the ankle injury. And that suspension certainly gave him plenty of time to recover. We don't expect Mike Evans. There's definitely no Chris Godwin. This could be a deal where Antonio Brown just comes back and is the number one wide receiver. Or number one not named Cooper Cup. Um, so yeah, he's a top eight wide receiver for me in all formats. And I'm just firing him up and starting him over just about
2: everybody. So he take me through the, the thought process. Because I don't disagree with you. But just your concern over A.J. Brown... Coming back from a three-game absence from a chest injury in a good matchup. And Antonio Brown. And I know the quarterbacks obviously are different, but um, just in terms of the comfort level with each guy, separate from their teams, but coming back I, from absences.
3: I've been looking for something. I mean, I, I'm I'm trusting Bruce Arians a little bit here, but I've been looking for something optimistic about AJ Brown. Like if they if somebody would just say, Yeah, he's fine, or there's there's no concern, or I don't even know what his chest injury was. And I think the bigger thing, and you kind of said this with Chase Edmonds, they held him out an extra week. Well, it feels like Antonio Brown's been held out an extra two or three weeks because of the suspension. So I don't I, – like I don't – and I this could be wrong, but my impression is if he had not been suspended, this would not be his first game back.
2: Uh, true, but he hasn't been practicing. You know, so like – again, yeah. I, I don't – I'm just curious because, you know, like you said, you're, you're concerned – I'm assuming your concern over AJ Brown is injury related. Your concern over Antonio Brown not as much.
3: My concern over AJ Brown is mostly injury rate le- related. Right. Um, I think there's a chance that the Titans' offense is just a dumpster fire as well without half their offensive line, and Tannehill hasn't exactly produced good passing
2: statistics. No, no, I I, I get yeah. the other parts of it. Yeah. I was just curious because you know you have two guys coming right. off absences, and you're saying Antonio Brown could be a top five guy, and AJ Brown's close to the thirty for you. So just you know the yeah the comparison.
0: All right. We've got a lot of good A. Browns this week. Antonio. That's what a good
2: host does, Adam. You ask questions.
0: Yeah, that's fine. The good host lets other people ask questions, too. Antonio Brown, A.J. Brown, and Amonra St. Brown. I feel salty when
2: you, when, you, when you said that about me like a month ago.
0: Well, I I was probably joking. I got not remember what, what I, I? Uh, Players to avoid. Jamie, why don't you start? Who are we uh, Who are we sitting?
2: Uh, I'm nervous about Devontae Parker. I know he typically does well in tough matchups. um, And we know Marshawn Lattimore hasn't exactly had the best of seasons. But, you know, when you look at some of the guys that he has done well against, uh, I think Parker could struggle. I think Tua could be a little bit overwhelmed. Um, I know you like this scenario typically for the Saints, Adam. We haven't really seen it in a while. And obviously it's different with Drew Brees by comparison. But that place is going to be a nightmare, I think, for a younger quarterback quarterback. Um, who has shown some flaws. I know Tua's played better. The Dolphins have won six straight. He's been a big part of it. But, you know, this is going to be a tough test against a tough defense that's going to be... He'll be under duress. So, Parker with Waddle back in this scenario makes me a little bit nervous. Not a starting wide receiver in a two-receiver league for me.
0: Yeah, I went actually yeah, I, through the... I'm sorry, I went through the last five Monday night football home games before 2020 when they had fans. And actually, I was pretty surprised. Quarterbacks, good quarterbacks, did pretty well. Uh, on the road at New Orleans.
2: But. Well, we've, we've we've talked about that a lot though, because they're chasing points.
0: Uh yeah, maybe, but they also were like Stafford, Matt Ryan, and Deshaun Watson. Um, I think it, th- I think ahead. that
3: chasing points thing is the key. Drew Brees was a maniac. Yes. In the dome yeah. in prime time. Yeah, yeah. This game has an over under of thirty nine. Wow. Uh, the <laughs> Dolphins project a total of 18s, like the second or third lowest. And this t- this Saints team has been a lot different, especially defensively lately, but. They've been dominating time of possession, the fourth best time of possession margin since Taysom Hill became the quarterback, which makes sense. They're going to run the ball a lot and not throw it very much. You look at the quarterbacks who they've faced over the last six weeks. No one's thrown for more than 260 yards since week nine. There's one quarterback, Josh Allen, with more than one touchdown pass over that stretch.
0: Okay, Heath, who are you avoiding other than Tua? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, that's I
3: was I uh, the Dolphins. Um, I think is a good answer, but I'm I'm pretty worried about um AJ Dillon again. And we said it last week, like he's just got to score a touchdown and he'll probably be okay. But I, I don't think he's gonna score a touchdown every week. And I don't really like his portion of the role right now with the Packers. It's kind of seemed like last week Aaron Jones maybe was a little bit more healthy and maybe it's not quite a 50-50 split. I'm not sure. So I I would like it if I didn't have to start A.J. Dillon.
0: So would you start Justin Jackson if Eckler's out over A.J. Dillon? I would. Or are you going to go with Jeff Wilson tonight over A.J. Dillon? I would. Okay. How about Deontay Foreman? I would. Are we lowering Foreman with Saffold and Luan being out?
2: Um, yeah, I guess a little bit. But, you know, they're still going to feed him. Okay. So we'll see.
0: Uh, let me just stay on the Dolphins real quick, <laughs> more or less knock this game out. What about Jalen Waddle?
2: I would still start him, certainly in PPR. You know, they'll I, that's where they'll attack. You know, I mean, he'll he'll Lattimore won't go inside; he'll stay in the slot. So I think he's still trustworthy. Again, more so in, in PPR than non-PPR.
3: It's PPR. I like him as a top twenty wide receiver. He's a good. He's a number two. Um, You're probably starting him. Okay.
0: All right, time for all the news and notes. Here we go. Austin Eckler and Jalen Guyton are on the reserve COVID list. Uh, what we have seen for much of the season is a player that goes on the COVID list, vaccinated or not, unvaccinated, no chance to play. It's out 10 days at least. Um, but uh, vaccinated usually does not come off in time for the game. But they're trying to speed up the process to change the protocols a little bit. We will see. Eckler right now is on the COVID list. Uh, so Did just, we ever get an
3: explanation of why he was reported to be going on the COVID list Monday and didn't go on until Wednesday?
2: I think from what I saw was he was considered a close contact initially, and then they thought that he was okay. I could be totally wrong on this, so I apologize. But uh, I wonder if he tested positive after the fact.
3: Cause that, that's, I think that's. if we could get that information, it would be him. If he tested positive on Monday, he would have a better chance than if he tested positive for the first time yesterday.
0: Yes, yes. totally agree. That is true. Let me see if I can find that, as I do think... Um. Okay, reports are... Uh, all right, I'll see if I can find it. Anyway, Justin Jackson's 46% rostered. Uh, Lamar Jackson is day-to-day. He did not practice yesterday. Joe Mixon did practice, so he practiced in full. He looks good to go. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams both back at practice. So does that mean we should not be right now relying on Craig Reynolds in our lineup? <laughs> I think that's what that means, probably. Okay.
2: Yeah, the only thing I think you look at with Craig Reynolds is... If Swift doesn't return, I think he's the best Lions running back. Reynolds is. I, if I would is, agree with that. Don't drop him. If Swift is back, then you have a nightmare on your hands. Because I'm going to guess all three probably have some role with Williams still probably the third guy.
0: And if Swift is back, I think it's a Reynolds wrap. Okay. J- yes. James Conner and Rondell Moore <laughs> mispractice. Uh, they have a Saturday game. So you've you know, got to keep an eye on Moore or whatever. But James Conner
2: still not practicing. You could use that joke twice. They have two Reynolds on their team.
0: They do. (laughs) They do. It's true. Yeah, it would probably not be good for the other Reynolds if Swift played. Uh, Also, right now, don't know about Jared Goff. Jacksonville designated tight end Dan Arnold to return from IR. So, I mean, it's something to keep an eye on because there is some appeal to James O'Shaughnessy and maybe Arnold if he plays at the Jets. Kadarius Tony's going to come off the COVID list, but he's probably not going to be available this week. You're not going to want him anyway. Michael Carter is among 15 Jets who are on the reserve COVID list. What do you think about Tevin Coleman, who really wasn't that bad? Wrong Michael Carter.
2: The other Michael Carter. Oh, oh Michael. wow. Okay, I'm i got, sorry. I got a, uh, <laughs> uh, a text from... That's um, not fair. ...from Schrager's favorite friend, uh, Andrew Ballmer, um, who used to be one of our producers, in a panic. What do I do? Michael Carter's on IR. Wrong Michael Carter.
0: Like you gotta be kidding me, Roto World. Why would you do that? That is so Adam cool. Chapter tweeted Michael Carter running back, deleted his tweet, changed it to the cornerback. Oh, fine. All right, thank you. Well, a sigh of
2: relief. Roto World doesn't exist anymore, also
0: NBC Edge. You still type in Roto World, it goes there. <laughs> uh Jamison Crowder mispractice. Pittsburgh looking at uh, two linebackers and a starting offensive lineman on the COVID list right now. Pat Fryermuth mispractice. Yeah, go ahead. Is Jamison Crowder questionable or was that a veteran rest day? Uh, he had. I, I. I don't think it was just a rest day. He was listed with some ailment, but I, I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Let's see if I can get this so much here. Pat Fryermuth mispractice. Cleveland put cornerback Greg Newsom on the COVID list. Austin Hooper is off, and David Njoku has a knee injury. So. We could see, maybe we'll go back to Austin Hooper this week. Uh, Denzel Ward is a groin injury for Cleveland. They're a little beat up going into this game at Green Bay on Saturday. Kareem Hunt, not expected to play. Miles Sanders was estimated to miss
2: practice. He's, he's still a little nicked up, but assuming he should play against the Giants. This, this situation really bothers me because the fact that he left in the fourth quarter, um, he said after the game to uh, Mike Garofolo of the NFL Network that um, they were just resting him. Because he's been so banged up lately, the game was still in in not jeopardy, but it was close. Like it was weird that he wasn't out there, but also knowing that they had such a quick turnaround and they trust Jordan Howard it's just it just really I hope my, we get to Friday and he's fine. I I
3: was e- equally nervous about Ron Rivera's quote about Antonio Gibson because Gibson came back after the toe injury, but Rivera said it's basically the same thing that happened to him last week on a Tuesday
2: last year. last year on a Tuesday. Yep, with the toe injury. So, but that 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 situation though, he didn't play in the game. Like he left and was done. That was against Pittsburgh. I remember that one.
0: And uh, yeah, I mean, should we be picking up Jared Patterson right now?
2: I mean, you can. I don't know how many people are going to trust Jared Patterson though.
0: (laughs) I think it's Jonathan Williams, right?
2: I know his last name is Williams. Yeah, is is the third guy. Like, I think it'd be a mess.
0: Okay, DJ Moore is going to be a game time decision. Brandon Cooks is on the reserve COVID list. That stinks. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is out this week. Boy, the Raiders secondary. If we had any faith in Drew Locke, the Raiders secondary is a mess right now. Jonathan Abrams starting safety. He's out for the season. He has a terrible grade from PFF in coverage, but he still is a starting safety. Cornerback Trayvon Mullen is back on IR, and uh, two defensive backs are on the reserve COVID list. So it is a really, really thin secondary for the Raiders. Probably won't affect the rankings much, I assume. The Chargers look like they're getting Asante Samuel back. Finally, starting cornerback. He's missed four straight games. Kansas City activated Josh Gordon and linebacker Willie Gay.
2: Will so Disley... The Chargers DST is available, by the way. Good God, go get them. Yeah. Uh, they've been
0: really disappointing, though. Even in some yeah, great but matchups. Yeah, now Cook was not
2: there. I mean...
0: I know. Uh, Will Disley's on the reserve COVID list. Ramondre Stevenson missed practice with an illness. Emmanuel Sanders, no, uh, he's practicing a little bit. He's day-to-day. Teron Smith mispractice. Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly, two pro Bowl offensive linemen mispractice, but it was an illness and personal reasons. So they should be good for the Colts, we think on Saturday. And it uh, looks like the Colts will probably not have starting cornerback Rocky Sin uh, for this game at Arizona on Saturday. All right, Whew, there we go. Well, actually, no, we're not done there. What, let's update the, the, the waiver wire talk right now with the new COVID announcements. I think Justin Jackson's pretty obvious to go get him, but what about Josh Kelly? He'll have a role too. What about the Kansas City wide receivers? Heath, why don't you start with Kansas City's wide receivers? Are we picking up any <laughs> of them?
3: Um, like I, I would still favor Michael Hartman as the best option. We have had a theory in the past that if something ever happened to Tyree Kill, Michael Hartman could fill his role, and I think that's originally what he was drafted to do. So we'll we'll find out if he can do seventy percent of what Tyreek Hill does. Um, I'm I'm a little bit interested in Pringle. I think Gordon's a dart throw, but none of these guys are top 36 wide receivers for me.
2: Um, just to give you context to Hardman, so five games without Tyreek Hill going back to 2019, uh, he scored 11 PPR points in, or more in three of them. So he has had some success clearly when Tyreek's not been there.
0: And we've never seen no Tyreek or Kelsey. It's just an amazing opportunity for targets and uh, what and one thing I did notice about Hardman is that his snap share has been going down recently, mm-hmm. and Pringle yep. seems to be on the rise.
2: Yep. I don't know what that means. Yeah, no, this is more about him stepping in for Tyreek, not him by himself. Right, but I'm just
0: wondering if, if Pringle is the one they trust the most. I think that's, yeah.
2: I, I, I'm more curious to see what they're going to do replacing Kelsey.
0: Well, where's Mahomes right now? In your,
2: in your rankings. Uh, I hope he's still in Kansas City because if mm. he's not there, then we really have a problem. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, he's a low-end starter. Like, the only guy that I would consider at this point over him would be <laughs> Tyler Huntley, <laughs> 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 which is crazy. Uh, but I think that's kind of how you have to approach it, right? But as, like, as bad as Dak has
3: been, I'm still starting Dak over Mahomes.
2: I kind of like Dak this week because he got Washington on a short week and he's been really good at home. Yeah, You know, we kind of forget – They've been on the road for three straight games. Yeah.
0: Mm -mm. Yeah, but there were a lot of Cowboys fans at those games. (coughs) Pardon me. All right, uh, Josh Kelly, is he worth an ad?
2: Yeah. I think in deeper leagues, yeah. But, you know, Justin Jackson seems to be the safe option, You know, just based on what we saw last time they played when Eckler was dinged up.
0: All right, good thing it is Houston. You know, there's a possibility for both guys to get, get in the end zone maybe. All right, let's let's uh, let's go one question for each game. Let's we'll start with Baltimore-Cincinnati. If Lamar Jackson is out, who is the best quarterback in this game? Huntley. Yep. I, I kind of love Burrow. Am I crazy? I just... Baltimore's secondary is so bad, and their run defense is so good. It just makes sense that Burrow would have to throw a lot.
2: I'm with you, but I think Huntley's ceiling is, is higher. You know, so it's just a matter of will he fulfill it? Like, I think Burrow's floor is safer because you've seen, you know, Huntley. It, it's, a, it's a small sample size of three games, but, you know, Burrow's been saw all, all over the place um, lately, and they still have some offensive line concerns. So I was actually hoping for Burrow that Nixon wouldn't play because then it would have been a little bit more on him. Mm-hmm. But I still think you got to trust Burrow at this point that he should deliver. He was great against them the first time around. And, you know, like you said, the secondary is a mess.
0: Yeah, you guys have him in your top 12, so that was—I <laughs> feel I feel more—I feel, I feel like I'm less on an island. Uh, I didn't realize you guys would all have Burrow in your top 12. All right, so, I like
2: Burrow better than Mahomes and Brady.
0: Yeah, I wish I had blocked you from picking up Burrow in one of the leagues we're playing against. I didn't even see he was available. Uh, Buffalo and New England. Any confident starts other than Diggs and Allen in the Buffalo-New England game?
3: Assuming Damian Harris is back and Rondre Stevenson is out, then I'd start Harris in non-PPR confidently. And I'm starting Dawson Knox. Um, he's been better when Beasley's not been good, and he had six targets the last time they played. If he'd not dropped passes, he would have been good. And I'm starting Gabriel Davis.
2: I do think Jacoby Myers has a chance to help yeah. you if there is no Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar, which is where it is right now. I think Hunter Henry has a chance to help you if there is no Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar. Which it is right now. Um, they're not going to only throw three passes. I doubt that's going to be the game plan. I'm sure Buffalo is going to force them to throw. So, um, yeah, I think I think this game could actually be a little bit more high scoring than people think. What's the what's the number? Heath? I haven't looked?
3: I will have Let's that. Guess. I'm it guess. It is well, currently hey, forty three and
0: a half. I'm trying to guess. You're just not even listening to me.
3: No, forty three and a half. Going to guess forty one so and a half. It's low, but not not as low. Like Chicago, Seattle is lower. Jacksonville and the Jets is lower.
2: Miami and the New Orleans lower. Okay, Four. I'm I'm going to take the over on that. I think they're actually going to be. This is going to be a little bit more high scoring than people think. Nah,
0: I, I don't know. I could see the Patriots scoring ten points. Uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Who's the second best wide receiver in this game behind Deontay Johnson? Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Assuming Hill is out. Claypool?
3: Probably Claypool. Um, You said New England could score 10 points. You know they're favored, right?
0: Yeah, I don't think. I I have this issue where I just don't believe in them. (laughs) Okay. But you do believe in the Bills. I do. I I still think that they. (laughs) I I still think they have. I said this a couple weeks ago. They have the best roster in football, I think, from top to bottom. Uh,
2: This is their season.
0: Let's go Bills! I don't know why I'm a Bills. I'm like a Bills fan, which is you, not good for the Bills. You know, if the I Bills lose this game, uh, they'll be five hundred.
2: I, I have so yes, much know. stock in Josh Allen. I just <laughs> can't please <police> play well. <laughs> it's
0: not a good. I mean, it's just like it's kind of like how I felt about Brady against the Saints last week. It's like, oh man, this guy can he get
2: through this? Well, no, Allen's got a better track record against the Patriots than
0: he's got one good game. Right? A two. Two. Well, I, I guess I only looked at last year. Yeah, won a huge
2: game. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. Miami, New Orleans. How does having Waddle, Parker, and Gasicki all available change the rankings?
2: I mean, it makes me like Parker and Gasicki less.
0: Is Gasicki a top 10 tight end?
2: Yeah. I hate tight end this week. Absolutely hate it.
0: Who do you guys think is going to win the Bills Patriots game?
2: Uh, I have to do my pick in a, in, a, in a few minutes after the show. Um, I think Buffalo wins.
0: Um, I I'll uh, I'll stick with
3: Belichick. Okay.
0: Denver and the Raiders. Are Josh Jacobs and Hunter Renfro good starts in this tough matchup? Yeah. Yes guys have a lot of faith in josh jacobs
2: a lot of i faith. don't love josh jacobs but it's it's like he's he's getting you know almost 20 touches a week so it's hard to overlook that
0: mm-hmm. Uh chargers texans mike williams bounce back week oh wait where's the laughter there's the laughter i I don't know my soundboard well yeah i think he bounced back it's the texans
2: uh i mean it, yeah if he scores
0: I think the Texans allow the eighth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Is that maybe it's the quarterbacks? I think it's the quarterbacks. Oh, well, because teams run on them. Exactly. Yeah. Uh Jacksonville and the Jets. Is Tevin Coleman a starter if Michael Carter is out? And I I, I sent that when I thought Michael Carter, the running back, <laughs> was, was say, out. Didn't so it? let's let's change that to is Michael Carter a starter? Is he Michael Starter this week?
2: Uh he's a flex. I think he's their best running back. I hope he's their best running back. I hope Tevin Coleman last week was a byproduct of he played better than Carter running the ball. And Carter was coming off the layoff. So it's it's a little bit of blind faith in Carter. And the Jaguars' run defense has clearly shown some flaws the last couple of weeks. So I, I, I don't mind Carter as a flex, but I don't love him.
0: Yeah, the well, last week was pretty disappointing.
2: Hey, we got news. Good news. Yes. Taylor Heineke's back.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I didn't bring that up. It came well, out after I back. sent my notes. But Taylor Heineke, yeah, he's out of the protocol, and he will practice. Good. Wahoo! Baltimore at Cincinnati. Let's start here. Stat of the game. <laughs> Joe Burrow is Pro Football Focus's top-rated quarterback for the season. His passing grade. He has the highest passing grade. Is that is that something? Wouldn't have thought so. Yeah, interesting. Uh, so that's, there's that. How, how about the wide receivers in this game? Stat of the game number two. The Bengals have now allowed 80 yards to eight wide receivers in their last eight games. That's a lot. The Ravens have allowed 84 or more yards to eight wide receivers in their last six games. That's even worse. Jamie, talk to me about the wide receivers in this game. Confident?
2: Um, Yes. I think... Uh well, it depends. Like we're talking Tyler Boyd.
0: We could be. You tell me.
2: I'm not confident in Tyler Boyd, but I am confident in, in Jason Higgins and then Baltimore's guys too. Marquis Brown.
0: Yeah. Baltimore's guy.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> it's so weird to say that Marquis Brown is a better PBR wide receiver than a non PBR guy, because it's just not the way we think of him, but he's just racking up receptions at this point and not doing anything down the field. Um, I'm I'm starting the the three top receivers in this game. I'm starting yep. Chase. I'm starting Higgins. I'm starting Marquise Brown.
0: Okay, over say Chase Claypool. Oh
2: yeah. Over, over. Start Tyler Boyd over Chase Claypool.
0: How about Jalen Waddle versus the Bengals guys? Well, how about all of them? Jalen Waddle versus all three of these wide
2: receivers. Um, I will still probably start Waddle over all of them in PPR. In non PPR, I would take all three of them over Waddle.
3: I'd go Higgins waddle brown chase and PPR.
0: Higgins waddle. Okay. So I I just I love this stat that Mark Andrews had such a huge game last week with Tyler Huntley. He was the only player with a catch of longer than 8 yards for the Ravens, which is which is really amazing. Um so pretty conservative for Huntley, but all right, so where are you ranking Huntley? This is assuming Lamar Jackson is out. If Jackson's plays, I'm I guess he's a must-start because you guys have Huntley ranked pretty high. So Heath, where's Huntley right now? I think eight. Are you nervous about that? Who's he ahead of?
3: Um, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. And Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow. <laughs> and yes. I am nervous about that.
2: Mahomes is obviously, uh, I'll speak for myself, but I assume I speak for Heath. If, if everybody comes back, Mahomes is better than
3: that. Huntley. 100%. If Evans plays, I'd probably move Brady ahead of Huntley.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think you guys have Huntley ahead of, say, Kirk Cousins, who is a pretty steady quarterback, but he's facing yeah. the Rams. You want to talk about that decision?
2: Uh, there really is no decision. I, I think you're just banking on upside.
0: Yeah, it's, is it ignoring downside though? Because Huntley is he scored sixteen Cousins points. Cousins
3: has quite a bit of downside as well.
0: Yeah, he does throw two touchdowns every week, but oh, but he, he also yards threw seventy eight yards last week. Sure. <laughs> All right. So wh- how are you looking at the Ravens running backs right now, uh, Heath? I'll throw this one to you. Is it really looked like Freeman was was dominating here? Latavius Murray had five touches in two in a com- combined over two games, and then last week they basically split.
3: With no explanation of why that happened, I don't think we have any way to start Freeman with any confidence. He's a high-end flex. I'd still prefer Freeman to Murray, but I I kind of think if they have a carry from, from the one-yard line, it's probably going to be Murray, and I'm less confident now that Freeman's going to be the pass-catching back because they were throwing it to Murray. So I, I'm starting most of the people we talked about over Devontae Freeman.
2: I, the one concern I have is this was, you know, a, a change with a change at the quarterback position too. Like, I wonder how much that matters. Do they feel more comfortable with Murray in an expanded role with Huntley? And I don't know why, but, I, you know, it's just something that, you know, something changed for them last week because it was, you know, him filling in. And the last time that he filled in as a starter was Murray was still either out or working his way back from the ankle injury in the Bears game.
0: Yeah. Okay, would you start Devontae Freeman or let's... How about Tony Pollard?
2: Pollard. I would start Pollard, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: So let's go to the Bengals because we know we're starting Mark Andrews and we talked about Marquise Brown. Yeah, what is it that got Joe Burrow into your top 12? The crappiness at quarterback or the enticing matchup?
2: Yes. (laughs) Um, the enticing matchup. I mean, you know, it's uh, he, he showed you that he can have success against his defense when they were in a better standing in the first meeting in week seven. Um, you know, some of his struggles have not been on him. You know, I mean, we, we go back to uh, I forget the game where Jamar Chase dropped the 80 yard pass that would have been a touchdown that turned into an interception, um, I think three weeks ago. Um, the secondary is so bad. It's just, it's so beat up. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's such an opportunity. And Joe Mixon has not been running well. And so now you're facing a, a very good run defense still, and you know your quarterback should win the game for you. It's it, this is this is one of the biggest games in in recent Bengals history for sure. You know they can set themselves up to win a division, and so it's it's Burrow's time to shine, and I think he will.
0: This is going to be a, a great game. Really excited for this one. All right. So you do do you have Mahomes and Brady ahead or behind
2: Burrow? I- um, Brady ahead right now, but. I, I might change that, but Burrow ahead of all.
3: I've got Burrow behind them. The only thing, like, I am pretty excited about what he could do to the secondary. The only thing that worries me is what has happened to this Bengals offense. Like if Huntley's bad, because what this Bengals offense has been whenever the other team doesn't score points has just been do not throw the football. He had 22 passes last week against Denver when they scored 10. He had 24 passes against Pittsburgh when they scored 10 had 29 against the Raiders when they score like If the opposing offense doesn't show up, Joe Burrow does not throw.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Alright, that's worth noting for sure. Joe Mixon, he has been struggling a bit lately. Do you even give any consideration to sitting him?
2: I mean, I think if you have... He's going to be ranked behind Ronald Jones and, and Justin Jackson for me. So take that into account.
3: I um I had him a little lower. I didn't realize he was a full participant yesterday in practice. I think he has done an outstanding job of showing us like what he's done the last couple of weeks has not been very predictive of what he's going to do the next week. So, he had a stretch where he, like it went 5 yards per carry against Baltimore and then 2 yards per carry against the Jets and then 5 yards per carry against the Browns. And then he's been bad yards per carry the last couple of weeks. I I'm just going to start Joe Mixon.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could, look, you could start Ronald Jones over him, I assume. Uh, Cordero Patterson's in a great spot. Maybe Miles Sanders, these
2: guys over Mixon? Yeah, no, I, I, like I said, if, if Austin Eckler's out, I'm starting Justin Jackson over Joe Mixon.
0: Okay. I wish we had a better, better understanding of what his role in the passing game is because that is so inconsistent. Five catches, zero catches, very annoying. All right, we talked about Chase and Higgins. We're not really starting Boyd, but we like the other guys. And real quick, CJ Uzama. Three catches, 91 yards, and two touchdowns in the first meeting on only three targets. Any interest in Uzama? Uh, No. How about a DST? No. How about a break? Sure. sure. All right, let's do that. We'll take a quick break on fantasy football today. Buffalo, 27, New England, 10 when we come back. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived.
1: If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
0: See, Buffalo 27, New England 10. That was my score prediction. With that... What was the over under there?
3: 43 and a half.
0: Yeah, see, that's how you go under. 27 10. Uh, all right, anyway, that's not my real prediction. So don't hate me. Stat of the game. This is stupid and weird. Gabriel Davis has four or more targets in 15 games in his career. Four or more. He has a touchdown in 10 of them. Two-thirds of his games where he has four or more targets. He's caught a touchdown. He's a touchdown machine. It's weird. Um, So the Patriots, though, they haven't allowed more than 51 yards to a wide receiver in six straight games. Haven't played the best ones, but still. But they did face the Bills in that weather game. Uh, What is your confidence level in Gabriel Davis? He's coming.
3: It's relatively high. He's a a low-end number-two wide receiver who has big-time upside. I don't think it would be all that surprising if the Patriots just took Stephon Diggs away and Davis was better. You're starting both, and you're starting Diggs over Davis. But I think there's some sneaky potential for him to have a big game. And it's really hard to find two or three wide receivers you want to start over him.
2: I like the fact that Beasley is out. That helps. I would love if Emmanuel Sanders was out also. Because yeah. then you're talking about that target potential definitely being there. So he's in a really good spot. You know, he's uh he's somebody like you, you know. I like him better than Claypool. I like him better than Pittman. I like him better than Iuk uh tonight. Um I don't know how far you want to go, but I think no, he's fine. got he's got top twenty four upside for sure.
0: And what if Sanders plays? Would you drop him behind, say, well, we won't you won't be able to do that with Ayuk, but would you drop him behind Pittman? No. Okay. Why do you think, Jamie, this is going to be higher scoring? And it doesn't seem like you're too nervous about these matchups.
2: I think that Josh Allen's going to play well, and I think if Josh Allen plays well, the Patriots are going to have to respond. You know, So we, we saw them last week You know, have to throw, and they threw some success against a good Colts defense uh, in a comeback effort. So I don't think it's going to be in the 50s, but I do think that's going to go over the number. So I could see a, uh, a 24-20, 27-24 type of game.
0: I mean, it is pretty interesting. <laughs> the Patriots have allowed four touchdown passes in their last six games. Look at the... Yeah, I know, but it's still impressive. But they held Brady to 10 points. They held Herbert to 16 points. Oh, well, they're great.
2: This is not taking anything away from them. They're great. But yeah. You I, think co- I'm just, I just think Josh Allen shows up. Okay. Well, then let's go. And I think he'll show up with his legs, too. He is top five
0: for you guys. Uh, he's, I think, third for Heath, fifth for Jamie. Uh, if both Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris play, and Harris looks like he's going to play, and Stevenson had an illness that he mispracticed with, if they both play, who's the best running back in this game? Is Moss active? No, let's say Moss is
2: inactive. Singletary. That's interesting. I'd probably still go Harris over Singletary, but it'll be close.
0: If Moss is inactive, would you start Singletary or Devontae Freeman?
2: Singletary. Singletary. Even if Moss plays, I start Singletary.
0: In his last three games without Zach Moss, he had a game with just four carries at Tampa Bay, but he also had six catches. The other two games, they had 15 carries at the Saints and 22 carries against the Panthers. Uh, And and this is not the strength of the Patriots' defense. They give up 4.6 yards per carry to running backs.
3: I was going to say, of those four defenses, this is probably the best matchup. I would say for sure.
0: One thing about the Patriots, though, they, uh, you know, I've talked a lot about they give up a lot of receiving yards to running backs. The last four games, not at all.
2: They really improved there. But, you know... They did give up a pretty significant receiving touchdown, though, to Naheem Hines. I mean, that play that he made on that catch. <laughs> yeah. So impressive. One of the
0: best catches, yes, absolutely.
2: It's, well, it was a pinpoint throw.
0: But what, it
2: was. What was the
0: A-dot on that? Point one? <laughs> uh, all right, Diggs, no problem. Start him. We're good. Well, there's problems. problem. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I mean, so would you start Antonio Brown over Diggs this week? Yes. I would. Okay, give me. let's get a scenario... That you could sit Stefan Diggs. You have oh, okay. Antonio Brown.
2: Russell Gage. I like him better.
0: Cordell Patterson. Well, yep.
3: I mean, it's not hard. You could have drafted Cooper Cup in the fifth round. So I'm, you could have Cooper Cup and Stefan Diggs. And then you could have Antonio Brown and Russell Gage. Okay, great. We just sat
0: Stefan Diggs. Is, <laughs> is he, He's top 15? Yeah, yep. the top 15.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, we talked
0: about Gabriel Davis and Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox or Mike Kosicki? Uh, Not. I
3: have gone back and forth and back and forth. I'm going to say today that I will start Kasicki.
0: This is a very tough matchup. This team allows the fewest fantasy points to tight ends. They haven't faced a ton of good ones, but they've consistently year after year been good here. And I don't like from my recollection,
3: Dawson Knox was two catches that he normally makes away from a pretty good day against the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't something the Patriots did. Like the end, the one in the end zone, they kind of knocked away, but he had some other opportunities for plays. I'm starting him.
0: I don't even look at that game. You know, it was such a wacky game with the weather. But all right, we'll start Dawson Knox. Uh, Dawson Knox or Hunter Henry, and that is if Bourne and Aguilar are out.
3: Henry. It still Knox for me.
0: Jacoby Myers or Gabriel Davis, if Bourne and Aguilar are out.
2: Who was a tough one in um, PPR? I would probably still start Davis, though.
3: I will still start Davis, but they are both top 24 in that situation.
2: Interesting.
0: Okay. <laughs> Boy, he Myers will have a very robust six for 45.
3: <laughs> I'll start Myers over Devontae Parker.
0: When I looked at, at the receiving totals for the Patriots, Kendrick Bourne is their leading receiver. And Nelson and Kendrick Bourne is their leading receiver in terms of yards. He has 48 fewer targets than Jacoby Myers. I mean Jacoby Myers has so many targets. He's 21st in targets among all pass catchers, and he's 41st in yards. It is unbelievable. And he never scores.
2: There was like a must have been like a 15-yard throw against the Colts, where Myers was just coming out of his route. I think Mac Jones threw it too soon, or, or Myers even wasn't even intended expecting the ball. And it just kind of like summed up, in my opinion, his season because it was like he was actually a little bit down the field, mm-hmm. and like he turned around, and he had to like stretch out for the ball. <laughs> it was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's
0: weird. He, ton of
2: targets doesn't do much with it, but would be
0: a great opportunity if if the other two
2: wide receivers. What's are out. the all non touchdown teams? You got Miles Sanders at running back, Myers at receiver, uh, Cole at tight end, Trevor Lawrence at quarterback.
3: <laughs> well, I think we're talking about guys who are good but don't score. Good but don't
0: score. Daniel Jones, no. Um,
2: Who doesn't score?
3: I mean, probably Lamar. He has his lowest touchdown rate rushing and passing this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah, So Lamar's the quarterback. Who's the other running back with Sanders? Is it Clyde? Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds was a good one. one. Yep. (laughs) So Lamar, Edmonds, and Sanders. Um, Myers. Myers. Uh, Does DJ Moore still count a wide receiver?
0: Yeah, I'd yeah, so.
2: going. DJ Moore.
0: It's not this. You're not winning with this lineup.
2: No. <laughs> you have a PBR chance. Like. All
0: right, so back to this game here. I think we pretty much covered it. Let me give you some more Hunter Henrys. Hunter Henry or Jared Cook with Donald Parham likely out.
2: Um, Henry, Henry.
0: Hunter Henry or Kyle Pitts.
2: Pitts. Uh, I will take Henry and non PPR if those guys are out.
0: I
3: think I. I mean, I've only said this 17 times, but I think Pitts might just have an enormous game. <laughs> like, oh, he,
0: really, he's got... No, really really I'm sorry. All due respect to Cole Komet, Kyle Pitts is on the the no-touch. He's, he has one and Komet has zero. All but... right, so
2: there's the there's the tight end and flex.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> make of the flex. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, oh, the DSTs. I think the DSTs are, are really fascinating in this game. Do you like them?
2: Um... Not really, but Heath does. Yeah, I do.
0: You do. Okay.
3: Yeah, I, I, um, I think the DSTs will be good. I've got the Patriots fifteenth and the Bills sixteenth, so that's fine. Oh, we're still on that game. Which one? I I thought we were on Patriots Bills.
0: Yeah, Patriots Bills.
3: Oh,
2: what do you think? I had um. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Falcons Lions is tomorrow no Patriots. but all right so Heath your, rank, your rankings must be updated what what did you say you have the these? they're years? 15 and 16 they're fine whatever. oh okay they were not who had them third did you have them I, I think you had them top six both of them all right nobody has them in the top 10 so I guess you can sit the DSDs which brings us to Pittsburgh at Kansas City maybe you can start both DSDs in this game we'll see how it goes how do you even preview this game? My goodness. let's. I guess let's start with the Steelers, since right now they are whole for the most part. I mean, I
2: think you know what to do with the Chiefs.
0: Yeah. Yes, we'll get back to Mahomes with and without his guys, maybe with one of them and, and you know, whatever. But, he
2: has one. You're starting him. He has none. You can start Huntley. All right. So this is a big stat to me. He's been bad with those guys. I mean, what are we expecting without them? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: here's a big stat to me in this game for Roethlisberger and specifically for Claypool, right? A quarterback has attempted 35 or more passes against the Chiefs in five straight games and 40 or more in four straight games. And they have had three big offensive games in that stretch, but also two games with 19 and 22 points. So, you know how I look, Roethlisberger, I think, and, and Claypool, they're they really are game script dependent. They have to throw a lot, especially for Claypool for those targets. He averages 10 targets per game. In losses and five targets per game and wins so yeah I mean do you think do you think Roethlisberger airs it out 35 to 40 times in this game Heath
3: I mean I again I think it comes back to who's playing for the Chiefs because if there's no Tyreek Hill and there's no Travis Kelsey and there's no Chris Jones then maybe not because maybe the Steelers aren't playing from behind but My problem with Roethlisberger is we're talking about the scenario of if he throws it 40 times, then maybe he scores 21 or 22 fantasy points.
0: Like, that feels like his ceiling. To be fair, he threw 30 times and scored 20 points against the Bears five weeks ago. He threw 31 times and scored 23 points against the Ravens just three weeks ago. And I set it up to exactly the way you set it, so that's on me. But he has come through with decent games recently with, you know... 30-ish passes.
3: But again, what's what what's, what's been Roethlisberger's ceiling? Yeah. 23
2: to 25 points.
3: I, I don't love it.
2: Okay. I think I think the thing you got to hope for is you got to hope for, and you, you said this, I think, on, on HQ yesterday, Heath. You got to hope for no Chris Jones and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. Like, if you're yeah. counting on yeah. Roethlisberger, you're, you're counting on their offense to be great for Kansas City, which clearly it could be if everybody's there. And then you're hoping for the defensive guy, specifically Jones to be missing, to not wreak havoc on that offensive line, which is down a guy, like you said, Adam and, and making things uncomfortable for Roethlisberger. So there's so many things that play. And, and look, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'll go back to Tuesday where I had Roethlisberger going into the week as somebody that I liked because of these scenarios, you know, that the fact that at the time Jones wasn't cleared and we thought that Kelsey and, and Hill would be there. So, um, Huntley, you know, redoing the waiver wire Huntley was the the second choice and, and as I wrote in there he, he would be the first choice if we knew Lamar Jackson was definitely out um so that's a a pivot if you can make you know from Mahomes or certainly from Roethlisberger but there are there are scenarios that play where Roethlisberger can't have a good game and and look even independent of all this he can still have a good game I mean you know there, there's still an opportunity there that he comes out and throws and throws a lot so um it's just you, you have to like him a little bit less if Jones plays and Hill and Kelsey are not there.
3: I um, currently have to decide between him and Tua in a two Tua quarterback league. I don't really like Tua, but I've got Tua ahead of him right now.
0: Well, I think with Tua, you can feel safe that the Dolphins are not going to be able to run the ball. With the Steelers, how do you feel about Najee Harris? We don't have to take a long time on this, but he's been a with little dardom. dicey lately. Start him. Yeah. Uh, I, he's a top.
3: Yeah, you're right, but he's a top 15 running back in all formats. So I'm starting him.
0: Clyde or Najee?
3: Najee. I will definitely go Najee in PPR. I'd go Clyde in on.
0: Okay. Start of course, Deontay Johnson. And just in case people didn't catch it earlier when we talked about it in the one question for each game, who's your favorite Chiefs wide receiver? If Hills and Kelsey are out,
2: Hardman. Hardman.
0: Hardman or Claypool in that scenario.
2: Why don't you do your gallman sound?
0: <laughs> uh who, who do you like better? Claypool or uh where's the I don't I really need, I don't understand how at this point I don't know where the music is. Hardman
3: <laughs> It's uh so <I'm> Claypool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, man. I had to do it. Um Claypool starter, oh, look, the guy, Claypool has been sit. 93, 82, 93, uh, 82 or more yards in three of his last five games. And I'll tell you what, I think there's an opportunity for some end zone looks with Fryermuth out. What do you think?
2: Uh, there's opportunities. I just, you know, Claypool hasn't, what, scored a touchdown since like week two or three? Um, right. Right. He's been he, tough to trust. He did have... So I went into, a, again, it's it's kind of... Uh, the This game has turned for me. I went into the week lagging Claypool because I thought they'd be chasing points, uh-huh. and now I don't. So, like, uh, it's hard to trust him. Yeah.
3: And I don't... Like, his participation has shrunk. His... I think he's not played more than 63% of the snaps. He was rotating series last week at times with James Washington. Yeah. Um. It, it wouldn't be that surprising if James Washington just played more than him.
0: Okay. Kansas City, 13th best against wide receivers. They have given up 72 or more yards to a wide receiver in six of their last eight games. That will hopefully be Deontay Johnson. Uh, if Fryermuth Muth is clear, do you start him? Uh, again,
2: who's there for the Chiefs?
0: <laughs> well, even so, it's been a
2: pretty good matchup. He got um, better if, lately. Yeah, Fryermuth youth plays, he's, he's a top twelve guy. All right,
3: he'll he'll be behind Knox and Gasicki
0: for me. Is is it a good matchup now? I don't know. It, it's so hard the, to know how to look at the pay, at the Chiefs' defense because they had this stretch where they were at home basically every week, and they're home this week. They were facing pretty lousy offenses, and then they go to the Chargers and without it, Jones, with, yeah, right, without
2: three key players, right? But and Bolton's out now, right? too?
0: uh, Fenton.
2: And no, but this week isn't Bolton out. I don't. know. I did not
0: see that Bolton was out. That would be. I thought he got placed on the cover list. Fenton, I thought did, but Fenton definitely did. And Charvarius Ward is hurt or on the cover list. I don't remember. Like they are, they still have some noteworthy absences, and we don't know if Legarius Sneed is going to play. So um, I'm
3: looking for it's Nick a tough Bolton game. news, and I I've not seen any yet.
0: You can just call me Mike. That yeah. was an
2: Office Space Bolton.
0: Okay, anyway, uh, look, give me all the scenarios for Patrick Mahomes,
2: Jamie. Uh, Mahomes gets his guys, must-star guy. Mahomes is down one of his guys, still a must-star guy. Mahomes is without his guys. He's a uh, oh bleep. What do I do about Patrick Mahomes?
0: <laughs> You've seen Office Space, right?
2: Yeah. My- Michael Bolton. You can just call me Mike.
0: All right, we like uh, Clyde edwards Zeele.
2: go, Chiefs add Nick Bolton to COVID list. Oh, uh, okay. What's that? Nick Bolton's on the COVID list.
0: Okay. All right, so Clyde Edwards-Elair or or Miles Sanders.
2: Uh, I like Miles Sanders better, but they're both top twelve guys. Um, I'll go Clyde. I might
3: change
0: that by Friday if Sanders is a full participant. Sony Michelle or Clyde. Clyde. Yeah, we, talk, we talked about this yesterday. This Steelers might have the worst
2: run defense in football right now. It is up there. Kansas City wide receivers. Well, one more thing, though, Adam, uh, for people looking at flex. I mean, Darrell Williams should have had two touchdowns against the Chargers. And if they don't have their receivers, he's certainly shown he can be a factor in the passing game. And I would think that that's something Andy Reid uses is to be creative. So I don't mind Darrell Williams' flex.
0: And what you just said about Darrell Williams, though, is why I'm not totally gung-ho on Clyde Edwards-Ziller. You could see Edwards-Ziller having a really good, nice, efficient game. And then coming off the field when it matters most and not scoring.
1: Fair.
3: But you could also see him scoring from 40 yards away because the Steelers run defense is so bad. Yeah.
0: And I suppose if you're talking about Miles Sanders, I can't exactly see Miles Sanders scoring. (laughs) (laughs) He scores this week. He literally never has.
2: Do you see how pissed off Jason Kelsey was at him? by the way?
0: Yes, for not following his block, yes.
2: Oh, my God. Kelsey was like a steamroll. Just <laughs> Yes, it was very fun. He was faster than
0: Sanders. He was. <laughs> Sanders is going to give us a lot to think about going into next year. He's going to be a fun one to debate during the offseason. Right, Miami at New Orleans. Let's go a little faster here. We kind of covered the, uh, the tough games. We got five left, though, so let's go. Miami at New Orleans. Tannehill or Taysom Hill? Uh, Tannehill. Uh, Tua
2: or Taysom? Taysom.
0: Taysom or Mahomes?
2: Mahomes. I don't love Taysom Hill this week either.
0: Sit the Dolphins running backs, right? Yes. Yeah. Waddle is a top 20 PPR wide receiver in half PPR. What about there?
2: Still top 20. This, yeah. this is going to be like an eight for 60 game for him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The
0: Saints give up. This is so interesting. The Saints give up a lot of big plays. That's their deal. That's their problem. That is not what the Dolphins do well offensively. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. Who wins? By the way, huge game. Saints. Saints. Okay. How about Gasicki? I think we've covered him. He's you know you know what to do with Gasicki. He's. I think Parker's the tough one in this game. Yeah, you said you don't like him. Or no, Jamie I said mean, that, but you
3: agreed. I think he's a high end number three.
0: Okay. Parker. Yeah, so so this team, I mean, they're 23rd against wide receivers. They're not special. And they do allow the big plays. Maybe that would be Parker. I don't know. All right, so let's go Parker or uh, Tyler Boyd. Parker. Parker. Parker or Michael Carter, the running back.
2: Parker. Uh, I'll take Carter. Um, this is what Lattimore has done against some guys this season. Devontae Adams, 5 for 56. Terry McLaurin, 4 for 46. DK Metcalf, 2 for 96 in the touchdown. We know how that game went. Yeah, Devontae Smith, 4 for 61. Mike Evans, in the full game, 2 for 48 in the touchdown.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he's going to shadow
2: Parker, though. Well, who's he going to shadow? I don't know if
0: he's going to shadow anybody.
2: I think he'll shadow Parker.
0: Okay. Gasicki's top 10. Uh, You know, he's tight end. Gets a lot of targets. Taysom Hill is 14th. Taysom Hill or Burrow? Uh, Burrow. Burrow. Taysom Hill or Roethlisberger?
2: Taysom. Uh, hmm? <laughs> depends. <laughs> I don't know who's in who's out. Right now, I'll say Taysom.
0: Taysom Hill or Russell Wilson against the Bears?
2: Uh, Russell Wilson. I'll go Taysom. Especially if Lockett returns.
0: Uh, your stat of the day, in or stat of the game, seven straight games now for the Dolphins. Opposing running backs, none had more than 11 carries. Six non-PPR or 14 PPR fantasy points. How do you view Alvin Kamara this week? Start him.
2: Clam up, must start guy. <laughs>
0: okay. It's one of those. Of course, I'm starting him, but I wish he had a better matchup. Deals, but because Ingram is Ingram is eating up a chunk of that work. You know, I mean, it's. I don't think it's not playing him in DFS. Put it that way. Do you guys feel that way? I mean, kind of
2: sucks this situation. Uh well, the showdown. So you're probably gonna play him. Oh yes. Mm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will not put him in my uh, my infamous 4 p.m. and prime time lineup. <laughs> that everyone always. Biggest
2: thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> what? Every Sunday we have to do a 4 p.m. slate uh, of lineups, and Heath cheats all the time and does 4 p.m. and primetime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was like the time Heath added a week to the regular season to make sure he got in the playoffs. Uh, Saints wide receivers going back to Callaway after that 112 yard game.
2: No, uh, no, but that was encouraging, you know. And, um, uh, I'm so I, I really want to know what their quarterback situation looks like next year because if you have Thomas back, I think Callaway could actually be a decent player, but I want to see a better quarterback.
3: Um, Don't you think it might depend on the next month? We've got the Dolphins, the the Panthers, and the Falcons. If they go win the next three games and make the playoffs, it might be Taysom for a full year next year.
2: Uh, It might be, and I mean, look, Taysom unlocked Callaway last week, so it'll be Wilson,
0: who gets drafted first next year: Miles Sanders or Michael Thomas.
2: Um, that's gonna depend on the quarterback for New Orleans.
0: If it's Taysom Hill.
2: Sanders. Yeah.
0: Um, I think it's, seriously. it's the probably awesome. He just doesn't score. I mean, look at how much he's I love his
2: running.
3: anybody on the team like
0: him? Like, they might draft a running <laughs> back. Uh, which DST do you like better, Saints or Dolphins? They're very uh, close Saints. in your rankings. Saints. All right, you guys have the Saints slightly ahead. They're both in play. You can start yep. these DSTs. Denver is actually made that move in one league. I
2: dropped the Dolphins for the thing. Oh,
0: all right. Denver is at Las Vegas. So who who's good in this game? Who are you feeling in this one?
2: Love Javante one.
3: Um. Yeah. You're starting Jacobs and Javante, and you're starting Renfro. And you can I start Melvin Gordon don't. too. What's that? You can start Melvin Gordon too. You can start Melvin Gordon. He's more of a high-end flex for me. But, yeah, you could start Melvin Gordon. And I don't
2: hate the defenses. Either one. Yeah, you're very bank- You much banking on Drew Locke.
3: I mean, I think it might help that the Raiders' secondary is not very good at staying close to the receivers because Drew Locke's throws are often not close to the receivers.
0: <laughs> well, the Raiders' secondary, I, to be fair, has actually been a surprising bright spot this year. But as I mentioned earlier, ravaged by injuries and COVID right now. They are... They are like the Browns last week, or like, I mean, not going to be quite like the Bears last week where they started all backups, but it's not the same secondary.
2: No, but Nate Hobbs has been a nice find for them. I he's think he's on really the COVID list.
0: I'm pretty sure he's on the COVID list. Is he really? Yeah, he's one of them. Mullins on IR. Abrams on IR. And let me just double check because Hobbs has been a very good addition for them. Absolutely.
2: Yep, he's on the COVID he's list. He's on the
0: COVID list. So it's. it's yeah, and and you know, if does that mean anything for Jerry Judy and Sutton? And pa- can you trust anyone in that passing game?
2: Trust no way. Nope. Flyer maybe. I guess it.
3: Do we go? Is it Sutton the best one because of his
2: history with Drew Lock? I mean, Patrick's yeah, the best. The, the one guy I right right like is Fant. You know, I mean, we've seen tight ends have success against this team, like you mentioned, No Abrams. Uh, He had a huge game against them earlier this year. Yeah. But when I say I like Noah Fant, it's uh, Noah maybe.
0: (laughs) Okay. It's not Noah thank
2: you this week? It's Noah please.
0: (laughs) No, it's a great point. I mean, the Raiders are one of the worst. I think they're second worst against tight ends. And we need tight ends this week. So uh, would you start Hunter Henry over Noah Fant?
2: Uh, If the guys are out in non-PPR, I would. But in PPR, I would start Fant. I'd go with Fant as
0: well. Yeah, for the fantasy managers who have been holding on to Javante Williams, and they've gotten some good production, but this is definitely a week to start him, right? Holding yeah. on,
2: who hasn't been starting Javante Williams
0: lately? Well, you did. It. I don't think he's been a sl- he's never a slam dunk in my opinion when Gordon plays, except for the Lions, the Lions game. The mean, Lions game. He,
2: it's it's very difficult based on what he's done the last month to be sitting Javante. Williams. Yeah, he's been
0: great, and and he's catching passes too. Okay, so who do you like better, Jacobs or or
2: Javante? And Jacobs for me? Uh, Jacobs slightly, but I don't feel comfortable with that. So I mentioned it. <laughs> and does Jacobs this... is not good. <laughs> I mean, or not playing good. He's, he's he's a very good player, um, but he should be better for the touches that he's getting.
0: Does this matter to you? The Broncos have allowed one touchdown to a running back in their last seven games, and it was a receiving touchdown to Austin Eckler. That is seven straight games without a running back scoring a rushing touchdown. Does that matter They're to
2: tough, you? Man. They're tough. This is a really good defense. Yeah. When they get Aaron Rodgers next year, they're going to be a, such a good Super Bowl team.
0: <laughs> so uh, does it matter to you, Heath? Um,
2: no, I'm still starting him. Okay. By this the way... Is like, uh, Think about what you said about uh, Alvin Kamara. You're still starting him, but you wish it was a better matchup. Sure. But would you start, say, Sony
0: Michel or Josh Jacobs?
2: Jacobs. Jacobs is PPR, sh- for sure. Non-PPR, is
0: And Renfro or Waddle?
2: Even though, even though they're the same Renfro.
0: player. Renfro. Okay. So actually, yeah, the the, uh, the Broncos have been terrific against wide receivers, but not slot receivers. Outside receivers, no no luck. I mean, look at Jason Higgins last week, but look at Boyd. So it's Renfro bounces around, but he'll definitely play in the slot. Any interest in Foster Moreau this week?
2: A little. Zero. Matchup, Jamie? Yeah, they're so good. They are. They held they held Waller to five for 59. They held Andrews, I think it's like five for 57. I mean, you know, it's not like they haven't faced good tight ends. Kelsey, three for twenty-seven. Right.
0: Second fewest points allowed to tight ends. And the DSTs are in play. All right, let's go Foster, to the more no. Chargers and the Texans. I feel
2: <laughs> like I forgot to preview a game. This is the easiest one of all. Start all, sit all.
0: No, it's not start all because that then you're saying start Jared Cook and Mike Williams. Yeah.
3: I'm starting Mike Williams, um, probably. Jared Cook's a a borderline start.
0: There's supposed to be eight games on this slate, not seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Because that would leave us eight for tomorrow, and we don't want that. So I have to figure out what I missed. Chargers-Texans, all right, yeah, this is an easy game. But if you want to talk about where you would have Justin Jackson and Josh Kelly if Eckler were out, I will figure out which game I forgot.
2: Jackson is a top 15 running back if Eckler's out. I'd be well, a little lower than that, but he's a start.
0: Um Okay. How about how about Rex Burkhead? <laughs> Any interest no. there? He gets he gets 15 no. car- 15 no. touches for no. straight game. No. no. Okay. No. I don't, don't want to sell the game short, but we oh, don't know. Brandon it's Cooks. A short, it's a short game. No, talk to me about Brandon Cooks. If he plays. This is actually. The Chargers have been very bad
2: against receivers lately, but it's If he all- plays, he's a must-star guy. If he well, doesn't play, you're not starting anytime.
0: Is he a must start guy? Because he's going yes. up and now against a team that's going to have both cornerbacks healthy.
2: I don't care. You're starting him. All right. All right. Jets and Jaguars. I see where you're going, but I mean, he's just been so good. You got to take your chances with him.
0: With Davis Mills specifically, yes. yeah. Jets and Jaguars. Who's a start in this game other than James Robinson, who's top five?
2: Sit all, but James Robinson. Um, yeah. I mean, I think if you're stuck, like if you're the Tyree Kill manager or the Brandon Cooks manager, Laquan Treadwell is not a bad pivot in a deeper league. He scored 10 or more PPR points in three straight games. He's another guy who just doesn't score touchdowns, but he's the Jaguars' best receiver. So not horrible. Um, for the Jets, I think, like we said earlier, Michael Carter's a flex. He'd be my favorite Jets player. But there's not a lot th- to like about this game.
3: If Crowder's okay and gets back to practice, Crowder would be my favorite wide receiver in the game.
2: If Crowder's out, Braxton Berrios to the moon.
3: Braxton well, Berrios.
0: you know, LaVisca's on the injury report, and he's getting a lot of targets. I know he's not doing anything with it, but Treadwell, it, why wouldn't Treadwell be ahead of Crowder?
2: I would play Treadwell over Crowder, yes. I would not. I'm gonna At concerned.
0: some point, I'm going to get Heath to say something nice about Laquan Treadwell.
2: He's, he's been better than Crowder the last month. Four straight games with 53 to 68 yards and four to six catches. He doesn't have Crowder's upside if Crowder were ever to get the targets he probably should get. But um, I think Treadwell's better right now.
0: Okay. Which DST if you were going to gamble on one? Uh, <laughs> the Jets. Really? I, I am not going to gamble on one. I mean, the Jaguars at least have had some times where they've been a good defense that's fair. Uh, I Uh, guess they're they're both kind of the same. No Robert Sala, perhaps, in this game. Yeah, that's kind of what uh, I was
2: hoping, is Sala does something to confuse Trevor Lawrence. All
0: right, I think we're done there, and I don't have any... Both both
2: these quarterbacks are terrible right now.
0: I don't have any other games to preview, so tomorrow's going to be a very long show. Uh, with eight games. And that's fine. Sure,
2: no, no, no. Lions, hey,
0: today is one of the shortest ones we've had in a long time. So that's fine. I'm fine. We'll Lions that. Falcons now. No. Why? I don't want to do it now. I'll do it tomorrow. I haven't done my notes on that game yet. What notes do you need? I need a lot of notes.
2: Pick another game. Let's do the Giants game. Oh, no, I Giants. don't need any notes on that game. Let's go. Do the Giants game. Get out of the way.
0: That's okay. We could do that tomorrow. All right, we're gonna we're well, gonna. No. End it.
2: I don't want to be here for two hours tomorrow. Let's do the Giants.
0: We did the same thing we're doing. No, no, that's selling it short. That game. See, Jamie, I- there's a strategic way in which I place these games. What are we selling short? The Giants Eagles game. You start Barkley. That's do it. Do you start Barkley? Because I will make yes. a strong case to sit Barkley. Okay. So- on tomorrow's show, we'll talk to you later, everybody. Thank you very much.
1: Okay.